Life Audio. Because of your faith in Jesus and because of the love you have for people, this stuff that you're spreading around, this stuff, it it represents the hope of heaven. It represents the hope of the kingdom. Like we are not just doing a daily slog. This is not a life that doesn't matter. This life does matter because your faith in Jesus and the love that you share is eternal and it has eternal ramifications. And not only that, you're living out what you've heard, the freedom and the message of the gospel. And guess what? That gospel that you heard is the same gospel that Paul was preaching and teaching in 63 AD. And these words that he said to believers just 30 years after Jesus's death and resurrection, when he tells them, hey, the gospel's bearing fruit and growing through the world, we are that fruit. Hey, my friends, welcome back to How to Study the Bible. I'm so excited for the time that we get to spend together each week. We are starting a new series, so I want to give you guys just a little bit of information about that before we jump into a short encouragement, a little different than our normal practice just because I want to make sure that we are all on the same page about how we are going to use the next few weeks together. We're going to be in the book of Colossians. And so I've titled this series All in All because the book of Colossians gives us this wonderful, lifted perspective on the supremacy of Christ, what his life, death, and resurrection really mean for us, and then gives us this turn into the practical, like how that plays out in our life. And I know for me, anytime life feels really busy or really full, really being able to distill down to the everyday principles that can actually just encourage you for today while also building your knowledge of God is a win, (laughs) just a huge win. So that's why we're going to be in Colossians together. And I'm really also excited to give you an additional resource during this time as we get closer to Advent. So starting next Monday, which is the 31st of October, Halloween, starting Monday, I'm going to have a reading plan for you for each week. So 28 days of reading through the book of Colossians, and we're going to make it really simple. There's a couple of different places that you can get that reading plan. You can come over to social media. You can find me on Instagram under Nicole Eunice. You can find me on Facebook. But on Facebook, we actually have a community group for this podcast. That place that you can find that group is just by searching how to study the Bible pod in your Facebook, and it'll show you an option to join a group. You have to apply to join the group because it's a closed community just of people who listen to this podcast and want to encourage each other. And if you think that that would be a helpful way for you to stay in God's word, to be connected to other believers, to be able to ask me questions, because I I check in on that group, then you can go over to that group and join there. Anytime you want, you can join that group and we will be posting there. So again, that's called the How to Study the Bible pod. That's the Facebook group. And the link is actually in the show notes. So you can find me on Instagram and grab the little graphic for your reading plan. You can come over to the community group, or if you prefer to not use social media, or you want me to be your email friend, which I love to be, then you can just go to NicoleUnis.com slash real talk. That's R-E-A-L-T-A-L-K, real talk. If you go to Real Talk, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter and every Wednesday that reading plan will come to you. So if you do that today, you're going to get the reading plan for next week on Wednesday, earlier than everybody else. It comes out first. My email newsletter is just a very brief encouragement that I send out to my readers and viewers 
And I ask you a quick question for conversation, a Bible inspiration, and a coaching tip for your life. So would love to have you there if you need a little inspiration each week. So that's what I want you guys to know about what we're doing here. And so in order to kind of set us up for this 28 days in Colossians that we're going to spend together starting next week, I want to use today to really give you a few prerequisites, a little bit of information about Colossians that's going to set you up well to understand the letter and really get the most out of it. So we're kind of still following the alive method of what does it say? What's the backstory? But I'm going to kind of actually answer those questions for the whole letter of Colossians this morning or today. And from there, we'll then go in piece by piece throughout the weeks coming up. Hey guys, we're here because the Bible has changed so many lives. So just take a second and think about if you didn't have access to a Bible or you weren't even allowed to have one. This is a reality that many around the world are facing, which is why I want to tell you about one of our partners, Crew. Crew has missionaries in almost every country, and they are seeing people come to know Jesus. There's just one thing they're missing, a Bible in their own language, and that's where you come in. For only $24 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. When you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $24, Crew will also provide meals to 12 hungry individuals through their humanitarian aid ministry. Plus, you'll receive a free copy of my new book, Not What I Signed Up For. Simply text STUDY to 71326 to help today. That's S-T-U-D-Y or visit give.crew.org slash study. Again, that's give.cru.org slash study. Message and data rates may apply and available to U.S. addresses only. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. So first thing we're going to ask is, what does it say? And that's a good question. Like, what is this letter about? Why was this letter written? Those are really good questions to ask whenever you start a new book of the Bible. And this is why I'm passionate, passionate about you guys having a study Bible. When you go on any of your booksellers, you look for a study Bible. So you can put in the translation you like. Most of the time I'm reading from the NIV or the NLT on this podcast. I mostly use those two translations. You can just go in and search NIV study Bible, and you're going to see lots of options, but you want to look for a study Bible that has a lot of notes. Like most study Bibles have up to 30,000 notes in the Bible. And that's the kind of stuff that's going to give you really good book introductions, concordances, just understanding of the book. It's all of this supportive material that helps you understand the passage that you're reading. So Your study Bible is really going to help you when you are asking the question, what does it say? Because there's usually a three or four page introduction to the book at the beginning of the book within your Bible. And that introduction is going to tell you who wrote it, when it was written, and commentators are going to give you their best understanding of why 
the book was written or why the letter was written. So when it comes to Colossians, we know that Paul and Timothy wrote it. It says it right at the beginning of the letter. So that's no, that's nothing that we need to really worry about. We know that that's the actual case. The other thing that's really interesting to me about Colossians is that this letter was written about 30 years after Christ's death and resurrection. So we are hitting a very early stage in Christianity where we can begin to see how this beautiful theology is developing, the understanding is developing of who Jesus is, what he did, the fullness of what he did, and what that means for us as believers. And so we're getting like a very early view of that. So if you just listen to the last series where we talked about the Old Testament and connected it to the New Testament, Colossians in some way to me is just an extension of that where we're really leaning into the deity of Christ, the reality that Christ is God, and what that actually means. What did he do in his earthly ministry? And then as followers of Jesus, what does that look like in our life? This is another reality of letters in the New Testament, which I actually find really encouraging. Most of the time, letters are written because there's some kind of conflict that has developed. Something is going sideways somewhere along the way. And so Paul, as an apostle, as like a minister who has planted these churches in all of these different towns, who has come and shared the good news of Jesus, he's left the gospel with this group of believers. It might be eight people in a house or 18 or larger than that. But in every town that he's gone to, a church has been planted. And it's a group of people who come together for fellowship, for teaching, for encouragement, They share resources, they share meals. That's what the church is. And so he's left these churches behind in all of these different towns, which is why these letters are named Philippians and Ephesians and Colossians. These are actual towns that he went to, um, Ephesus, Philippi, Colossae. Those are places that he went. And so he's left those churches behind, and then he's in communication with these churches about how things are going. And most of the time, something is going sideways. And so he's addressing that thing. And what we get as modern day believers in 2000 plus years after is that we get to see some of the human nature that tends to pollute our faith, that tends to distract our faith. And we get Paul, this apostle inspired by the Holy Spirit, giving us the true doctrine, the true nature of God, the true nature of Christ, and the true outworking of that in our life as believers, we get that in these letters. But I take comfort in the fact that these are human problems, and these human problems are not going to go away. The reason the Bible is so relevant for us today is exactly that. It's because the Bible has human problems in it. And human problems are human problems. Whether it was 62 AD or 2022 AD, we're having the same problems. So when we go for encouragement and we go for the truth, we're able to actually contextualize it, understand it for our day, especially when we understand why it was written in the first place. So Colossians was written by Paul around 62 AD. And truly, if we're going to give ourselves like the overarching theme What we're going to see over these four chapters is how Christ is in all things and the ramifications of that for us. And the reason that this is being addressed, most commentators agree that the reason it was being addressed was that perhaps someone in the church at Colossae was sort of teaching some different rituals and superstitions that were needed for a different level of faith or a different 
experience of faith, that it was a, a sort of Jesus plus, Jesus plus this ritual, Jesus plus this superstition, Jesus plus praying this particular way. And Paul is really returning the church to the true nature of this doctrine, that it's never Jesus plus. It's always Jesus is all. Everything flows through him. Everything was built in him. He is the invisible authority over all creation. And there is ramifications for what that means for our life, which we will get to as we uncover and explore the book together. So we're going to pay attention at the beginning of the letter to understand the larger context of the book. So we started with the book intro as our kind of what's the backstory for today. And then the next question we ask in the Alive Method is, what does it mean? So we're looking for principles. What principles are we looking for? We've kind of already started to discuss a few of those as we've talked about what the letter is about. But in order to kind of get to the heart of the principles, I always love to encourage new studiers of the word or just as a refreshment, even if you've been studying the Bible for a long time. Hey guys, we're here because the Bible has changed so many lives. So just take a second and think about if you didn't have access to a Bible or you weren't even allowed to have one. This is a reality that many around the world are facing, which is why I want to tell you about one of our partners, Crew. Crew has missionaries in almost every country, and they are seeing people come to know Jesus. There's just one thing they're missing, a Bible in their own language, and that's where you come in. For only $24 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. When you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $24, Crew will also provide meals to 12 hungry individuals through their humanitarian aid ministry. Plus, you'll receive a free copy of my new book, Not What I Signed Up For. Simply text STUDY to 71326 to help today. That's S-T-U-D-Y or visit give.crew.org slash study. Again, that's give.cru.org slash study. Message and data rates may apply and available to U.S. addresses only. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. Pay attention at the beginning of a book to understand the larger context. Usually, like any of us, when we read or we write a letter or we communicate, we want to communicate what we're actually trying to get at, like what's really important. And then we're going to use our words to describe, explain, teach, admonish, encourage people to understand that thing that we're putting out there as the most important. So usually, most of the time, in the Bible, when you start reading a new book, you can kind of get a vibe on where it's going and what you need to be paying attention to as you read along, and especially as we read devotionally. So we're slowing down and we're kind of reading verse by verse. We don't want to lose the forest for the trees. We want to make sure we still understand what forest we're in. So we're going to do that by looking at Colossians 1, verses 3 through 7 today. And this is so, this just is so encouraging to me to read this and to share it with you because it's encouraging in its own right. It, it doesn't need a lot of explanation. It doesn't need a lot of commentary. 
So if you are feeling discouraged today, if you're feeling confused, if you're feeling overwhelmed by life, just take a deep breath for a minute and receive these words as an encouragement directly to you. Imagine this letter is being written to you. You just opened it from your mailbox and in a handwritten fashion, you get these words. We always thank God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we've heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all of God's people, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up in heaven and about which you have already heard is the true message of the gospel. And it's come to you. And in the same way, this gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. Is that not so comforting and encouraging? Like just receive those words as for you that because of your faith in Jesus and because of the love you have for people, this stuff that you're spreading around, this stuff, it it represents the hope of heaven. It represents the hope of the kingdom. Like we are not just doing a daily slog. This is not a life that doesn't matter. This life does matter because your faith in Jesus and the love that you share is eternal and it has eternal ramifications. And not only that, you're living out what you've heard, the freedom and the message of the gospel. And guess what? That gospel that you heard is the same gospel that Paul was preaching and teaching in 63 AD. And these words that he said to believers just 30 years after Jesus's death and resurrection, when he tells them, hey, the gospel's bearing fruit and growing through the world, we are that fruit. The fact that you and I are connected right now and talking about the word of God and actually sharing the encouragement of Paul with one another We represent a branch on that tree that has been growing. That seed that was planted through Christ's life and death has been growing since that day. And it is this massive tree, so big, we couldn't even fully understand it. And and all along the, the branches of that tree, I want you to imagine markings of different people's lives and the, the lives that they led faithful to Jesus and how that life that they led faithful to Jesus became a seed that was planted in someone else's heart. And that someone else is on that same branch and they're bearing fruit. And so we have this beautiful tree that we're all a part of and that these same words that were written then apply to you today, that the gospel is truly bearing fruit. And the reason that you're listening to this podcast today, even if you just joined us, hey, even if you're not sure what you think about Jesus, the reason you're listening to this podcast today is because of the life of Jesus and because of the death and the resurrection of Jesus that has spread this message of good news all the way to your ears right now in this moment. That's what we are a part of when we are a part of the kingdom of God. And we just get to be a part of it. We just, we say yes to Jesus and we begin this formation process of understanding this true message. As it says in verse five, this true message that brings forth faith and love and hope. And if the message of the gospel is not bringing forth faith and love and hope in your life, then it's not the true gospel. And that's where we're going to go in this letter. We're going to see that if the message of Jesus Christ is bringing forth condemnation or fear or discouragement or terror, it is not the gospel of Jesus. 
the gospel of Jesus bears the fruit of faith and love and hope. And it is encouraging. And it does not matter how bad it's been for you. It does not matter how bad you feel about yourself. The true message of the gospel never changes. And it's always invitational. You are always invited into it. Today is a new day. Yesterday may have been a day of regret. Yesterday may have been a day of condemnation, but today can be a day of freedom and of love and of grace, because that's the message that we find in the gospel. And this little passage, Colossians 1, 3 through 7, represents where we're going with this letter. This letter is going to take us to the true message of the gospel, this message that's bearing fruit and growing in the whole world, a message that bears fruit because we understand God's grace. And what Paul's going to do is help us understand God's grace even more through the person of Jesus Christ as we get into this letter together. So that's what we're doing over the next few weeks, guys. Go check out, uh, just follow me on Instagram or check out our Facebook group, How to Study the Bible Pod. You can also just sign up, NicoleUnis.com slash Real Talk, and I'll send you the reading plan right to your email. It'll be that easy. Looking forward to this engagement together as we look at how Christ is all in all. Talk with you next week. How to Study the Bible with Nicole Eunice is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you like what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review the podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. The content we feed our minds will eventually show up in our lives. If we feed our minds the lies and confusion of this world, our lives will begin to reflect worldliness. But if we feed our minds the truth of the gospel, our lives will start to reflect the heart and character of Jesus. I'm John Stonge, and each week I host the Dwell on These Things podcast, where we take a deep look at the Word of God and learn what it means to apply it to our lives. We don't skip difficult passages, and we don't gloss over the truth. If you're looking for a show that will put your mind in a better place and help you understand God's Word with more clarity, you can listen to the Dwell on These Things podcast at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.